great big beautiful podcast. We are here with another roundtable episode. It has been a while, and that's because it's up to me to do it. <laughs> and yeah, I, I I like how you were just saying, Justin. You said oh, Jamie's given me some freedom to do my own thing. <laughs> I was like, I, don't make it sound like I'm some kind of a tyrant. No, no, no. It's not that at all. It's I I think it's I don't have a lot of responsibility. I just do the editing. Jamie's like basically read the rest of it. <laughs> A lot of people don't. That's know a good that. amount of responsibility because that's what I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 want to arrange these where we do a roundtable of different bloggers and writers and podcasters and YouTubers, whoever, and just talk geek stuff. So we have a rat. We're, I'm gonna inter- get everyone to introduce themselves quick. Um, don't give your life story or anything, but <laughs> so we'll start with Chris. Well, hey, I'm Chris. Uh, I live here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I am a uh, enterprise IT guy, but I also love to podcast and write about geeky topics. Um, and I'm happy to be here with you guys. Perfect. And Samantha? Um, well, I'm Samantha, so there's that. Um, I am new to the to the whole geek mom, geek dad group. Uh, I only started writing for Geek Mom a few months back, uh, and that's my, that was my first time blogging. So I'm completely new to all of it. I'm not sure why they chose me. I think they lost a bet. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm into a lot of different things. But I, I think my my true geekiness comes through. I love video games of all sorts: the computer games, console games, board games, card games. If it's got game in it, I enjoy it. Um, I like some of the usual geeky stuff as well, and um, I uh, I am getting ready to start my own podcast here in the next month and a half that hopefully folks will join mm-hmm. in on. It's the uh, um, the uh, History Geeks with Drinks. We're going to get drunk and talk about history <laughs> topics. And since I know nothing about history, clearly I'm the host, and I just get to drink. That's me. Well, that's all you got to do is drink, and you become an expert on every topic. So I will be right. so smart, at least in my yeah. own mind. Exactly. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that since you first started talking about it. You're like, I'm starting a drunk history podcast. <laughs> and right from that moment, I was like, she's she's brilliant. I'm so glad I'm we have brilliant. her on our team. <laughs> and nobody cares who Christian is, so we're just going to jump into it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking, Christian. <laughs> you know I love you. Uh, yeah, um, I'm Christian Lee. I was poor, um, born a poor black child. And um, no, I'm sorry. That's that. a Steve Martin one. Um, I host the What Are We Watching podcast with my son, Carlin Jackson. He is turning 10 this year. And we watch all of the horrible kids TV shows that parents hate. You know, all of those Disney shows that you loathe listening to your children watch. That's what we watch. And then I sit and talk to him about how horrible it is. And <laughs> then sometimes we get to interview some of the stars from those shows. And I PR even, people must love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when when it's all said and done at the end of it, you know, he he is right. It's a kid's show for kids. You know, it's not all about what a parent thinks, but there are things that are fundamentally wrong with these shows. But (laughs) everybody we've talked to has liked, you know, appreciated the podcast. And a lot of it is writing with writers and stuff like that online. We haven't had any um, too many um, people on the podcast that we've put out yet, but we're getting more and more. So that's kind of cool. But I've also gotten into it with people from shows about the other shows that we watch. Like, basically, my <laughs> hatred of Little Einsteins is <laughs> is going the rounds between all the other shows. So I'm with anyway. you. 
That's what we do at the <laughs> What Are We Watching podcast. And I also have Plaid Dad blog where I talk about parent stuff and and make fun of vloggers with Justin. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, me and me, Christian and I talk YouTube like all day, all all the time. <laughs> Secretly, things Secretly. he would never say publicly, exactly because things, he's too afraid. Things about Jamie sometimes. No, I'm just, what? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Trust me, there's nothing that Justin has can can think publicly that he uh, privately that he's never said to me. <laughs> oh. All right, so you we're think gonna, that you think that <laughs> about yeah. me at least about me. <laughs> So I'm gonna. I've. I just kind of took a random sampling of a couple of news stories that are going around in the world of geeky stuff, things that we like. And is Christian, that a technical I, term? what's that? Well, what's the technical, the technical term? I said, is that a technical term? Yeah, the that's world what, of. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right, do it. I invented it. Good. So one of my favorite things, and I don't. I'm not just saying this because I am on the stream team, but it's Netflix. <clears throat> Plug. No, I'm just joking. Oh, man. Uh, here Good we go God. again. Um, there's a headline. On, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> they're not. They're not a sponsor of this show until they, you know, fork over the Benjamins. It's true. <clears throat> it's true. Tubmans. So, so the headline Tubmans. on Geek.com is: Most Netflix subscribers think it can replace TV, but not movie theaters. I want to know what you guys mm. think about that? You know what bothers me about? I mean, I agree with that. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just raise our hands. No. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, the one the one thing that I think uh, where Netflix falls down is I have never found a movie on Netflix that I want to watch. TV never? shows, yes. Original content, yes. Uh, I mean, I think I think we. I came home the other day and. Um, my kids were watching some cheesy 80s movie, but uh, a movie that we actually wanted to watch, I haven't found anything. What? I'm, that's I'm crazy. Looking, I'm looking for one right now. That, I'm going to give you Maybe it's been a while since I looked. You know, mostly I just go for kids' shows. Oh, my goodness. There's so much stuff on Netflix to watch. And, I mean, you're right. It's not going to end movie theaters. That's for illegal pirated sites to do. <laughs> but it definitely is competing with television. That's for sure. But if they – it's the contracts with the movie companies that's what's keeping Netflix from fighting movie mm -hmm. theaters. Once they solve that, nobody's going again. I don't want to listen to some guy smacking on his popcorn, even though they've upgraded my theater now. So they took a theater that used to have like 50 seats. There's now like 14 chairs in there because they're so big because we're so fat. I get it. And they've also put walls in between each row so that you can't see a person on their cell phone. <laughs> you can't hear them eating. It's electric reclining chairs. It's awesome. Ooh. They only raise uh, the price a dollar for a matinee, so I'm paying six fifty when I go for a matinee. It's really great, but as soon as they get a new movie in my living room that doesn't look shady because it's been pirated, I'm there. I'm so there. you'd I'm skip there. seeing Civil War in a, a Dolby Prime Cinema tomorrow morning to watch it at your home theater? If it was a perfect quality and not okay. a pirated quality, I totally would. Um, gotcha. Because I don't go to see movies on the first week they're out because I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But doesn't the screen size mean something? 
Yeah, but TVs are getting so cheap nowadays that if you start multiplying what it takes you to take your kids to an action, like five action movies a year, Mm -hmm. a couple animated movies a year, and you start figuring that out times uh, whatever it is, three years worth to get a television, I would upgrade my TV. I mean, I'm I'm happy with the 42 inch I have now, but yeah, I mean, you can get a 70 inch TV for what 1,200 bucks now. And so. people are putting, like, as you know, people are putting big home theater systems in their house. My brother has one in his basement. And it, you know, when it all said and done, it's on Blu-ray and you get the sound, the HD sound or whatever they call yeah. it. That's the technical term, HD sound. That's what I'm going with. And, <laughs> and you know what? The You don't really notice that you're not in a theater. It is, you know, it's like a 200-inch screen on his wall downstairs. It's crazy. My, my light bulbs have speakers in them. In my house. I mean, you know, like technology is here. It's just that deal to keep the movies right. out. And I like but how much it. more would you pay? I guess is the question. I, I, I there's a there's a device. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a device they're talking about that you can buy to put in your house that will let you watch movies day and date. Uh, but it's like fifty dollars a movie. So I can't imagine yeah, that they're gonna. That. Yeah. I can't imagine that Netflix is gonna be streaming movies day and date and not charge a premium for it. Yeah, I think in 10 years, though, this won't be a conversation like something's going to happen in the next few years that that people just go, look, we're we're tired of leaving our house. That's perfect. (laughs) You know, I spent five hundred thousand. Not that I have, but, you know, I spent five hundred thousand dollars on this house. Why would I want to go to your theater? It does make sense. Uh, Eventually, it's going to change. I think Netflix is awesome. Except for the fact that only Justin's on the stream team. <laughs> <laughs> Who can figure that one out, right? <laughs> the thing that bothers me about Netflix the most are the people who start screaming every time Netflix wants to charge you a dollar more a month. Right? Oh, I agree. You know, it's like eight bucks a month if you're just streaming and you're not still getting mm-hmm. discs. You know, it's like eight bucks a month. And now they would. So they want to bump it up to, what, 10 or, you know, like a couple. However much they could double the price and it's still a bargain for right. what oh, you're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, it bothers me. It drives me crazy when Netflix says they're going to start charging more monthly and people, oh, I'm going to cancel my service. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> no, no, what not. are you going to do? You're going to go back to cable and spend a hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. for crap you don't watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, did I you just, guys, did any of you guys have multiple kids? Do you have, do you have yeah. a bunch of kids? Anybody else? Two. Two more. I, I have five kids and, when I got the message Jimmy once Cricket. that Netflix wanted to, I know, Netflix, <laughs> I was using too many simultaneous streams and that I had to upgrade. So I now pay $15 a month for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I didn't even blink. I just said yes immediately. Yeah. Don't turn off my kid's iPad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have five kids and can afford an iPad. Woo, look at the rich guy. <laughs> I know, he's rolling. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how he feeds them all breakfast. Um, I'm actually the youngest of five kids, so there's a reason I have one. <laughs> um, I think they have a good point, um, though I disagree about the no good movies because even just a quick scroll through here, um, I found The Princess Bride. I found, oh, what was the other one? I scrolled past it. There was another good one. Goodwill Hunting, another favorite of mine. Um, and I can always go back and find those old favorites. New movies, yeah, they don't they don't show them. But um, I watch a lot of TV on here, and the whole being able to stream on multiple locations has been huge for me because this is all my mother uses. She has no cable. She lives out in the country, so she gets, like, no over-the-air signal at all. So I hooked her up with this, and she watches, just binge-watches television all the time, and she loves it. And uh, 
Yeah, so I see this really impacting television, but I can't imagine movie theaters going away. I hate people, too, to the point of I want my own island and I want to live on it and nobody can come there. But I still love going to the movie theater. I just An like island with a big, big fat internet connection, right? Yeah, I'm going to need a big satellite. <laughs> well, I only go to a movie theater if there's a Dollar Tree in the same shopping center so I can fill my pockets up. Candy. candy first <laughs> like my kids already know how cheap i am but i have four of them so they should shut the hell up so. <laughs> tell them it like it is all right we're gonna move on to the next one and there's rumors flying that lebron james has been signed on to possibly whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what is this sports ball talk I'll, hold on hold on. okay sports ball sports ball. wow hold on hold on hold on <laughs> I heard, I heard like the air deflated out of the room when I bring up sports. Everyone's like, oh, come on. Nobody cares about basketball. So the rumors are flying that LeBron James has been signed on to star in a new interpretation of Space Jam. Do you think the world is ready for Space Jam 2? I don't think the world was ready for Space Jam 1. <laughs> I mean, Bill I'm, Murray. I'm, so. I'm actually in Ohio. Not Cleveland, thank God. But um, I'm just so sick of that man. Just so sick of him. <laughs> oh. Do you know, is it is it a sequel to Space Jam, or yeah. are they redoing Space Jam? I, I think it it's, it's not all? anything that's official. They're just say, they're saying he's been signed on for doing a movie, and everyone's guessing that it's Space Jam. It's just really beginning rumors. <laughs> yeah, more just thought. Well, if you if you saw Trainwreck, which is a completely filthy movie, and I'm not saying I saw it in theaters, but I did. It was um, awesome. He was great in it. And what? he was playing a version of himself that was like he was cheap. He's LeBron James, the billionaire. OK, but he would never even pay for lunch with his friend. Like he wouldn't pay for lunch, wouldn't pay for dinner, wouldn't pay for a cab ride. And he just made fun of himself. Not, they don't need to go. And it was great. So that's what, all right. What just happened? <laughs> So let me tell you guys, I was supposed to I was supposed to take my kids to the science fair tonight, uh, but I put the kibosh on that so I can talk to you. So many many apologies. Oh, he's in trouble oh. now. Bad dad. <laughs> Our podcast is getting people in trouble. I like it. So quickly, what are some what are some movies that should never have a sequel? What do you think? On the spot. That should never have a sequel because the first one was so good or because the first one was so bad? Because it was so bad. Oh, my goodness. Half the movies they make sequels for. Yeah. I mean, or what have they made a sequel for that they never should have made one for? And well, I going back to Netflix, I, I love the cutting edge to take a dive into the 80s. I recently the learned that they made sequels movie? to that movie. The ice skating movie, Topic, remember? Movie. Nice. The Topic. hockey player turned yeah. Olympic uh, ice skater. I recently learned that there were two sequels to that, and that just, that's an atrocity. <laughs> I, wow. I just learned that there was a sequel to Dirty Dancing, and I don't understand why oh, that was needed. Havana Nights. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, it was one of you guys brought it up yeah. to me, and I'm like, really? I had to go look it up. I didn't know. Yeah. Hey, come over here and dance with me in Cuba. Yeah, that's a horrible movie. So you've seen it? You've actually seen the other yeah. night? Oh, yeah, because I was a teenager, and they said this is the naughty yeah, version sure. of Dirty Dancing. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. of course I did. 
No, there's so many sequels they shouldn't have made. What about prequels they shouldn't have made? Star Wars, game over. Okay, next okay. topic. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's other... Well, you know, here's the thing. is I, I love the Alien movies, the first two at least. And then they made Prometheus, which um, was beautiful to look at, made absolutely no sense. But Ridley Stupid. Scott, he, but he's making like, he's, it's a trilogy and he's still making more. Yeah. And I mean, the only reason I'm hopeful for it is because, um, oh, what's his name is in it? The guy who played the robot, David. Um, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant actor. <laughs> that guy. Like, that guy. Justin can fix it in post. He'll put yeah, it in and look like guy. geniuses. I'll just anyway. dub over Jamie's voice. What was that guy? Roger. You know, Magneto <laughs> in the new X-Men. It's that guy. <laughs> right. um, yeah. But, oh, I got it. A movie that should never have been made and sequels that should never be made? Avatar. <laughs> yes. I am oh. with you 100%. Because he's making four of them, apparently, and nobody kidding? even wants a second one. <laughs> uh, the last Indiana Jones movie? Horrible. Yeah. Um, that was a, the worst. Making a, or a sixth one or whatever it is. Yeah. Ridley Scott's also going to screw up Blade Runner, which was perfection, and make a sequel to that, which I love. I love Baby Goose as much as anybody else, but I don't think that they should be making a new Blade Runner with him, regardless. But... Perfect perfect example would be the Transformers movie. Yes. I've never been so excited about a movie and so angry about a sequel as the Transformers yeah. franchise. Yeah, that I went on opening night. A person who hates theaters and people. I went on opening night to the first Transformers movie, and I came out of it thinking, what did I just watch? <laughs> that was a real disappointment. So, And I think... I think the world needs a few more open season movies and we need a few more home alone <laughs> sequels too. That's probably, <laughs> probably should be yeah. slate. So going back, back in time a little bit, what about, uh, gremlins? And they did a short circuit too, which was horrible. Oh, I remember that one. That one was bad. That. I used to love short circuit though. It was, uh -huh. there was a second, there wasn't there a sequel to cocoon too. Did they? I'm trying to think if they did. I, I'm pretty sure they did. I think a, you're right. I think you're right. There was a return to Witch Mountain, too. Yeah, which was <laughs> awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. I this is remember. like every every Saturday on TBS when I was growing up was all of these movies. Yeah, Cocoon, <laughs> Short Circuit. <laughs> cocoon the Return. Oh. Yes, Cocoon the Return. Cocoon the Return. Uh, Half I'm, the old I'm people sure. are dead. Cocoon well, the Return. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't yeah, Steve Gutenberg was was in it though because yeah. of course he was. Of course, the Goots. The Goots. <laughs> you have a nickname. <laughs> oh, you gotta love the Goots. If you've seen him lately, he—I don't know if you've seen Carrot Top lately. How Carrot Top mm -hmm. is all roided out. The Goots is all roided out now. It's got <laughs> the necklines, no hair, like that thin fake hair, but just I love roids. That you call him the Goots. I'm looking oh. him up right now. The Goots is new glutes. Oh, they're great. <laughs> the Goots is. <laughs> God. They re they kind of redid um, the uh, girl with the dragon tattoo, completely unnecessary. But mm -hmm. I actually liked both versions, which is different. Like I actually so, think they did a pretty good job with the. Except nobody watched it. <laughs> I did, and it was pretty I good. But I, I loved it. the original ones, so yeah. it yeah. was it was kind of surreal that I actually enjoyed it, and it really was just a retelling. But right. they did. I, re job. I read something recently though that they are going to go back and do going to do more. I like, would like that. I enjoyed them. I would watch them. Yeah. I don't know if that was for sure for like for realsies or not, though. <laughs> for realsies. They only did the first one and they did it twice, right? 
Well, no. They did the first three overseas, and then they did the first one over here, and it's really oh. just a retelling. Though I could live without that the one scene. I'll, I'll fess up to that one. I did not need to see that actually shown. They didn't show it in the original. Um, but it was very well done. And um, that both of the actresses that, that played her did a great job yeah. in their different roles. So I guess that's not a good example then because I enjoyed it. So it was a bad yeah. example. Okay. All right. So we're going to, um, we, I'm just going to move on to the next topic. So we, we, this episode is not like an hour long. <laughs> well, be- before you do though, can Too I just late. say that I have fallen down the rabbit hole of Steve Gutenberg photos on oh. Google. Uh-oh. Like I'm, I'm mesmerized. Yeah, Lucky I'm mesmerized you. I'm jealous of you right now. <laughs> Lucky you. Oh, I would stare at the goots all day. <laughs> well, it's great because I'm just looking Speaking at like, of Google unnecessary pictures. sequels, police Academy 14 yeah, uh, is joke. like the one he decided, Oh, I've had enough of them. Well, how about yeah? I, I something I've want before I move on. I guess I'm jumping back into something I've never understood is how Fast and the Furious got made set eight times. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, but the sequels are better than yeah, the, like the the last two. Well, the middle the, ones are bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well they're still making. There's, there's more coming out. Yeah, but the new ones are actually okay. But after the oh, first they, one, they, it fell off really quickly after the first one, and then all of a sudden they just were able to keep doing it, and then. Okay, we're going to bring the rock in. Everything's better. <laughs> they make a ton yeah. of money, those movies. Yep. If they put Steve Gutenberg in that movie, it would uh. make a billion dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying. And it's Justin, an you, you, and really, you really do have to know that the rock does make everything better. Well, the rock is. Yes. Yes. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I don't I'm waiting know. for a Fast and the Furious Transformers crossover. Yes. You heard it here first, folks. Let's start the rumor. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on. We, Jamie and I, and not so, I guess, not so recently, interviewed Jason Muse, who Muse. is known Muse. I'm sorry, Muse. Snoochie Boochies. Yeah. Can, can we like can we can we cut in audio of him like just doing saying. some of those lines? Yeah. Yeah. The snooch and to the booch or whatever he says. We we interviewed him on something unrelated <laughs> to uh, to. <laughs> his his fame what he's famous for but we kind of we asked like one question about the movie that we interviewed him about and then and then we moved into other questions but as some of you are probably fans are you fan christian i think you said you were oh yeah man that movie clerks came out right in my sweet spot man mm-hmm. actually i didn't see it at first it came out on dvd and my best friend from high school called me at college and he's like hey they made a movie and you're basically in it (laughs) um which it's the best friend randall who runs the video store and just makes fun of things all the time which i now host a podcast with my son doing and it's all come full, full circle from there i mean I even wrangle out of rooms like Randall. I mean, I love that movie. That was that was perfect for me at that time. It was, you know, made for me basically. So, yeah, I've given him a lot of a uh, a lot of rope with all of the bad stuff that Kevin Smith has made recently. I give him a little bit of rope because I love the guy. And speaking of, and I basically learned everything everything I know about sex. I learned from chasing Amy. I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. Just- Oh, uh, your poor wife. <laughs> oh, yes. We feel for her now. Wow. <laughs> Did I mention I'm divorced? Oh. Oh. So the whole hand and... Okay, nothing. Um, <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go okay. There. <laughs> That's where you cut. Um, yeah. He's... Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I love I love Kevin Smith. But Muse, what's funny about Muse is he's not an actor. And no. he's never going to be a good actor. 
and he's only in movies because of what he did with Kevin Smith. But people don't care. They just hire him to be Muse. And right. that's fine. I mean, he's gotten a little more nuanced over the years and stuff I've seen, but he's not starring in anything good. What did you interview him for? What's he starring <laughs> in? What was the name of he, it, Jamie? He, it was in- he, uh, it's an animated film. He was a voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's there. Hold on. I had it up here a second oh, ago. Jay- oh, it's not the Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie? No. Oh, it's, I'm it's, that. it's oh, called Bling. That, that came out last year. Never mind. And he plays, Bling. He plays in his words, dude, a, a monkey robot. Yeah, he's a small red superhero <laughs> robot, and he was super stoked robot. about playing. Okay, oh, so was... again, they hired him to play Muse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think he's really missing out. He, he really needs to um, go the Paul Newman route and break into the salad dressing market because <laughs> – if he came out with something called Snoochie Blue Cheese, I would buy all of it. Oh, my God, that's genius. <laughs> Snoochie that's Blue awesome. Cheese. That's that could awesome. even be a craft beer. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the only way he would do that it was if it had pot in it. He sold it in Colorado. That's right. Yeah, that would only be Snoochie Blue Cheese. Oh, my God, you should trademark that now because it's going to only be a matter of time. The thing is, Kevin Smith is a whore, and he would sell that in the comic book store. He would. He absolutely would. And, you know, I wouldn't blame him because that's pretty awesome. I mean, as a guy who has a signed Kevin Smith action figure on his uh, mantle (laughs) that sits behind him when I record Dad Sews, he will sell anything. I'm sure of that. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm going to be dreaming about Snoochie Blue Cheese tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and what's funny is in the interview, and, and you guys are going to hear it soon, not, well, not everybody here, but uh, people listening to this podcast, you're going to hear it. We actually asked him a question about if he gets tired of uh, being asked to say his catchphrase. Right. And, and he's like, no, he's still stoked on it. He loves doing it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's the only reason he's famous. I mean, why would you? Yeah. That's like asking Kim Kardashian, do you get tired of being vapid? I mean, <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's my moneymaker. You know, I mean, who cares? Snoochie Boochies. The thing is, the same people that ask him to say Snoochie Boochies are offering him free marijuana. So what does he care? <laughs> All right, guys. So he, did you guys talk to him? I, I know uh, he talks a lot about his substance abuse problems. Is he, yeah. is he clean? Did you guys talk to him about that? I know he worked pretty hard on it. He is clean, uh, as he says, um, and he he sounded pretty clean. He wasn't. I mean, he was him. He was Jason Mewes. But like, um, yeah, he's very open about that. And we talked about that because on the podcast that he does with Kevin Smith, um, it actually Kevin started that podcast as a way for Mewes to sort of open up and be uh, public mm-hmm. about it. Um, and so he like basically his whole life is his he's told the stories and it's all out on the, out there on the table. Um, so he's very open about it. He's very, um, willing to talk about, you know, what he's been through and where he is now. And, you know, the challenges it's, it's hard for him obviously, but you know, he's got a, he's got a baby now. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's sort of like, he's, he's a new father and, you know, at a later point in his life. And, you know, so it's, he's, he's almost starting over at this point. So yeah, we did talk to him a little bit about that. Um, we didn't have a whole heck of a long time with him, um, so we covered what we could. But I feel like um, I feel like we could have talked to him a lot longer just about that because he was pretty mm-hmm. open about it. All right, so we're gonna play the interview with Jason Muse right now. Enjoy. 
let's start off. Uh, we're gonna, I guess, talk about Bling. That's that's what you're here to talk about. So, what can yes. you tell? What can you tell us about Bling and the character that you play, Kit? I I got to play uh, the dream role. I got to play a robot monkey. You know, um, dream come true. Actually, it was uh, the script itself when I read it. You know, it was it was a lot of fun and. And uh, I think, you know, it, it was, it's, when I read it, it was fun and it was cool and all that stuff. But then when they told me, uh, you know, they, they offered, I got to play the robot monkey. Uh, you know, I was, I was very excited because <laughs> I definitely think robot and monkeys are one of my favorite things. It, uh, it was, it was, it's, again, honestly, it's like a dream come true. It's like all this stuff, uh, animals I buy my kid, and even myself, I got stickers, whatever. I, I'm a big fan of monkeys, so I was super stoked. Awesome. Um, I mean, it's no secret, you've obviously built your career playing characters and uh, that aren't exactly kid-friendly. So I'm just wondering, how hard is it for you to get in the right mindset when you work on a family-friendly project? Uh you know, it's not, I, I think because I follow, I think there's definitely times I, I, I almost slip, but, you know, it's, again, I, I feel like I'm reading the, the dialogue, especially in animation, it's like, you know, you don't have to memorize it, so um, you could, I got to sit there and just read off page and then try to ad-lib a little bit and stuff, and I think when I go to ad-lib, I almost sometimes go to throw in some, yeah. some cusses and curses, but... <laughs> You know, again, I think with the tone and stuff, it's like I'll think it through. But the good thing is, is especially with me reading by myself, I didn't get to read with the other cast members and stuff. So I'd get to stop and start. And if I didn't like how I said something, I'd I'd get to go again. So even if there was a, a slip or two, yeah. um, you know, it was nice because I could stop and start again and come up with another phrase. But it is true. Like if I'm like if I'm like I'm gonna. You know, right off the bat, if I was going to say, I'm going to kick your butt, my first thing is, instinct is to say, I'm going to kick your ass. So yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, I mean, I'm going to kick your butt. So, <laughs> again, it's, it's uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It, it was it was good. And, again, it's, it's it was fun because, again, it, I knew it was monkey and it was a robot. And, and I just tried to, to tried to play with that and, and have as much fun and make it as much fun as, as I could. So... Sure. Um, so it wasn't too tough. Sure. Not to mention the practice, I feel like, over the years of, you know, being on, like, TV or, or whatever where you can't curse in interviews and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I always get worried, and then I wind up not doing so bad. So <laughs> I should have tried that. I have a small part I've trained to try to hold what I think and say. To so. keep it inside. <laughs> yes, yes. Well well, I mean, this isn't the first time that you've done voiceover or an animated project. So it, it, how much of a shift was that when you first got into that? Like, is doing voiceover something that you enjoy or do you prefer to be in front of the camera? I think I, I, think I like both just as much. I don't prefer one over the other. I mean, I definitely enjoy, uh, you know, each one for their own thing. But I definitely think in the beginning it was tough for me with the animation because you know, you're in a sound booth and if you're moving around too much, you know, things are rubbing and shaking and I get yelled at. And I'm, <laughs> it was tough for me because I'm used to if I'm playing a character or whatever it is, uh, you know, I could move my hands or move my feet or whatever I might have to move uh, to get it out of my system or, or it might be part of the character or whatever. But 
So I'm just was used to moving around where I feel like in in the isolation booth with the animation you have to, you know, you can do a little bit of movement to try to to do get into whatever you're getting into, but not too much movement. Otherwise, it'll come off on the, the mic. So right. that was tough. I feel like, and it, it was I had to get used to that. Not to mention moving back away from the mic and forward. And so besides the noise, then there's like, you know, they have the the microphone set at a certain distance and a certain frequency or what have you to pick you up. So if I started screaming and I was moving closer to the mic because I was getting all animated and, and movement, you yeah. know, it would, it would yeah. blow it out or if I moved <laughs> too far back. So all that sort of thing was the tough part for me. Sure. Um, but, but again, I feel like, you know, now that I've done, I did a movie Noah's Ark, um, which was a lot of fun. I got to, do uh, be in a room while we read the characters with Michael Keaton, um, and then I did. You know, we've done Clerks animated, uh, the super groovy cartoon movie. Um, I've done a couple movies for uh, this other company where I got to play a dog in one and an egg in the other one. That that the one just came out. Um, but uh, but yeah. So the more and more I do it, the the better I feel I'm getting. So. And yeah. then Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, the animated movie, is finally going to be out in October. I don't know if you guys know about There's a TV show I did where I played Jimmy the Janitor in right. a TV show called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Um, it didn't get the third season, didn't get picked up. It got canceled. Um, but the guys uh, were able to get raise money, and, and uh, they're putting out a, a Todd in the Book of Pure Evil animated movie. Oh, awesome. Um, and I just got. Yeah, I'm very excited. I just recorded uh, last week, actually, the rest of my dialogue, and I had to sing a song, actually. Uh-oh. Uh, in the, in the, yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> so good, but it's a goofy song. It's not supposed to sound good or, you know, yeah. it's more fun and fun and more fun and funny and goofy. And <laughs> But again, I had a lot of fun, and it's super, the script's amazing and funny, and it's going to be great. So, uh, again, I'm just saying, I, I feel like the more I've been doing more and more uh, animation and voiceover, and I feel I'm getting, uh, you know, getting better and better at it. So That's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what you, what you think. Where do you think that you would be today if Clerks had never happened and Jay and Silent Bob had just never become a thing? Oh, I, I would hope. I would hope that I, what I planned on before all this happened is I was roofing. Um, and I remember when I was roofing that I, the guy that was in charge, a friend of mine, he was the foreman and he made like 19 or 18 or $19 cash an hour. Yeah. Um, and he, so he used to make, you know, like 1200 bucks a week, 1100 bucks a week, something like that. I remember thinking, Oh my God, he makes so much money. And that's what I want to do. I want to be a foreman and then eventually own my own roofing business. Um, I was pretty good at it. So the, I, I would hope that, things went decent and that's where my path would have went because I also don't know because again I've you know I've had some issues in the past uh, and still do but I mean I'm sober but things have uh I've, I've gone off the rails a couple times and mm-hmm. and who knows you know things could have went horribly wrong so right. uh but yeah so who knows uh, I feel I could either be in really bad shape or maybe I would own my own roofing company and be married with six kids in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I stayed in Jersey and um, I would probably have like 
six kids, so who knows? <laughs> so, so we're both podcasters, so we have to ask you about the Jay and Silent Bob Gets Old show. Um, on that show, you've opened up a lot about your life and revealed a lot of personal things. Um, the show is mostly done in front of a studio audience, so how much of a leap of faith was that for you when you first started? Did it sound crazy to you? Oh, we're yeah. going to do this podcast? or yeah. Yeah, no, you know, at first it, it did and it didn't because I sort of was like, oh, okay. And I figured, you know, Kevin, if you listen to the first eight episodes, Kevin does most of the talking. So I was like, all right, I'm okay with this. It's, at least it's coming from his perspective. He had written a story at that point in one of his books um, called Me and My Shadow. And he wrote, uh, you know, a huge uh, piece of the book was not a huge piece, but a nice chunk of the book was uh, about me and his perspective and the different things, him helping me get, you know, try to get on my feet and get sober and all that stuff. And so he was like, yo, we'll talk about that. And, and you could tell some stories and, and how you're doing and all that stuff. So again, it didn't seem that I was like, all right, I'm going to do my best. And, and I wasn't really thinking it through in the beginning. So I was like, Oh, he's going to do all the talking and I'll chime in just a teeny bit. And that is how it was the first eight eight episodes, I think, or nine episodes. Um, and then, you know, then I had to start talking more and more. And then, yeah, I was a little tough. Like, I didn't know how much I'd want to talk about it. How people are going to be like, oh, my God, really? You did that? That's gross. Um, but I just feel like after each episode, after each show and the feedback we were getting were really was really sweet and nice and the support everyone was like oh you know you're doing good stay strong and and all that stuff it just was it was nice and i feel like as each episode went on and i got more feedback i felt more comfortable and at ease at sharing more and more and more so is it crazy to you that so many people want to listen to you tell stories and just talk about your life no totally that's what i'm saying yeah like i definitely again like because when we first started it was a you know, it was a, I think it held 42 seats. It was 42 seats. Uh-huh. And, you know, and people would come there. And I was like, wow, 42 people want to listen. But as more people downloaded it on iTunes and then we started doing different cities, people would be like, when are you going to come to our city so we could see it live? And <laughs> I, think that, I think I remember the first show we did that wasn't in town was Florida at the Hard Rock, which I, I don't remember if it's like 800 seats or something like that. But a good size, and I remember mm-hmm. it sold out. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this many people!" <laughs> and then again afterwards, people are like, "Oh my god, I have my, you know, my brother's been listening to the podcast, and it's helped him stay on the, sh- you know, stay uh, each day. He listens, and it's helping him and all that stuff." So yes, a very, I didn't expect any of that. I didn't expect so many people to listen and be supportive. Second, and then third. I had no idea that that even one or two people, and I think it's more than that, but let's just say even one person is like, "Hey, it's helping me stay yeah. stay on track." That that was just uh, you know something I didn't expect, and it was just a super big bonus to the whole thing. So oh, I'll bet, I'll bet. Um, I know you recently had a baby last year, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm wondering which <laughs> you think was scarier. The which. The prospect of which was scarier, getting clean or becoming a parent? Oh, uh, I would I would say getting clean, actually, because I don't know. I feel like I was I've been ready for uh, I was me and my wife been together for 10 years almost. This July will be 10 years. And I say in the past 
five years, well, now less because the baby's here, actually. But <laughs> I would say after about four years of being with her, five years, I was really ready to have, I, like, I really wanted a kid, and I and I talked to her about it all the time. Like, you know, I really want to have a baby before I'm missed it, 40 years old, and, uh, you know, and I just kept talking about it. So I feel like I was ready before I was actually, and again, not I feel like it's now, um, you know, month after month that I'm like, oh my gosh, watch she she's walking now, she's gonna trip, watch her, grab her, yeah. look out. <laughs> that uh, you know, I'm like uh, terrified, but not terrified because it's been so amazing just watching her like look at stuff and all of a sudden smile at it and her eyes yeah. open wide and and the facial expressions and I'm like, oh my god, look what she's doing. Um, so, but yeah, I would say the other because not because not only because of the process of getting sober, but also the fear of like, well, even if, you know, hopefully this is going to go good now and it's going to be six months, seven, eight months. There's always the fear of like, wow, it could happen again. And then I'm going to have to do it again. I'm going to have to start over again. And it's, uh, you know, which I had done many, many times before, um, and it's the worst because, you know, it's like the physical part of it and the mental and it takes months, uh, you know, just physically and mentally to start feeling normal again. And then even after that and you're normal, it's like, who knows, like yeah. all of a sudden I would be like, I'm good, I'm good. And then it would be like, oh, wait, I have kidney stones and they're giving me uh, pain medicine. And it would like spark that monster and awake them again. And I was right. like, oh, wow. it's Yeah. So that that's definitely yeah so what's the most important thing you've learned as a father oh uh i'd say uh it's like keeping i realize besides uh right now besides um you know trying to think ahead of like over oh, is the kid going to go to school and and how are we going to make sure hopefully she's a good kid and listens and doesn't do bad things and all that like it's like I realize right now. It's like you're you're technically keeping her alive every day. <laughs> and it's like oh my oh my god, we can't you know we have to, we can't put bumpers on the side of the crib because they could smother her. So we got to get these other ones. But oh wait, these other ones she could step on and and maybe step over the crib yeah. and fall out. And oh my god, we got to wrap these corners because what if she fall? Oh, I, I really feel like each it's like really like keeping her alive each day. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's interesting. We're both fathers, so we very much relate to that. You know, don't, yeah. what, I, what I learned very early on is don't read any of those parenting books because they're just, <laughs> they, they freak you out and they just tell you everything possibly that could go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> Yeah, luckily my wife tries to get me to read that stuff all the time, and she gets annoyed with me. But I didn't, I don't because of that, and I'm like, I got this, I know this. And there's definitely things. Luckily, she does read things or ask things like that. She's the one who takes care of. Like, all right, well, she she needs uh, Advil. She her teeth are she has a fever and everything's bad, and she needs three milligrams. Like, luckily, she, not to say I couldn't figure it out, but she knows right off the bat. Like the the baby needs 3.2 milliliters where I wouldn't know that. I'd just be like, oh, let's give her a whole syringe full of Advil. <laughs> not, not really, but you right. know what I'm saying. I just, these are the things she knew from, from researching and all that, but where I feel like everything else is sort of just natural, I almost feel for me. Um, but, 
But yeah, but she would read things online, which is I feel like worse than the books. Is oh, she yeah. reads tons of stuff on the internet? And I'm like, <laughs> you gotta stop because it'll be like if the baby eats a grape and it's a little pink, it could cause her stomach to erupt. Yeah. Like weird things that then you then you ask the doctor and they're like, no, that's yeah. not true. Don't <laughs> yeah. read that. You know, it's just like. Oh, thank goodness. So, yeah, so I told her to stop reading. Internet's even worse. So. Oh, it's it's the worst. You're like, oh, my, you know, yeah. like, like you just said, my stomach hurts. And you go to the Internet, and you, you're right. Your stomach's going to explode, you know, and they just immediately <laughs> go to the worst thing possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, last question, and I know we're running out of time. Do you ever get tired of hearing people come up to you at conventions and just say snoochie boochies? Not, not. Not really, you know, I don't know. I feel like the snoochie boochie thing to me is it, it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I think it's it's been interesting over time how it's uh, evolved because it was just me and me and my friends used to always just be like, nah, nah. And then I started to be like, snooch. And then Kevin wrote that in the movies and then it caught on. And then I started being like, snooch to the nooch, like silly things. And I don't know. So I, I do feel like it's one thing it's a word that i feel like people get license plates if they snooch and i do feel it's flattering that it's sort of caught on to where it's you know it's not just like a catchphrase like you know right now the internet the big thing for the i'm sure you guys saw it is damn daniel yeah (laughs) you know like that's a that's sort of like a catchphrase but i feel like i like snooch better because snooch isn't like like, I feel like that kid said that to the kid, and I'm sure it'll catch on for a while, but whatever. But I feel like snooch is like a word, and it meant something, and it sort of has actually kept on for 20 years. So I don't mind if people say it. It's, it's some of the other things. But, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think that stuff bothers me. Like, a lot of people want me to sing the F song, yeah. um, which I don't, I don't mind, but I'm just like, I, don't, I feel on the spot now. I don't want to sing the song, mm-hmm. really, but I'll say snooch. Yeah. Um, you know, so but it's it's fine. Again, I I feel blessed that I'm even am I am where I am now because again I didn't expect to do clerks or, or make right. movies. Um and I Kevin threw me in mo- clerks and then threw me in mall rats and then that led me to be able to do all these other things. So for me to be able to be in animations and, and get to go to these comic conven- comic book conventions of people still come up it's like when i'm at my table you know one of my one of my fears is is going to one of these conventions and it being super super busy and i look down the line and like you know rooker which would make sense because he's awesome and he's in walking dead Mm -hmm. has a line of 100 people and so and so has a line of 100 people and there's no one in line to say hi to me that'll (laughs) Um, never happen but but luckily it hasn't happened and so it's nice so again i I feel blessed and 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 stuff that that I'm I can go to a convention and people want to come say hi and so if they want me to say snooch and stuff it doesn't really bug me so yeah. well good for you it's your it's your stamp on popular culture and not everybody is able yeah. to have that kind of a, 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 a lasting impact <laughs> for sure for sure thank you Jason thanks so much for taking the time to chat today this has been amazing. That's it for this episode of Unplugged here on the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. That can get confusing, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. But it's okay. That's okay. It's that was thing. fun. We're, yeah. We're confusing like that. It's okay. It's all good. So we had some new people on the show this time, and that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, 
I enjoy roundtables. They're cool. I do, too. We should do them a little bit more often, maybe. <laughs> maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> so it was neat. It was cool having new people. And I really encourage you guys to go check out the different uh, people's stuff, like their stuff, the stuff they create, the stuff they write. Um, they all do awesome things. So, And it was great of them to give their time tonight. And I'm just so thankful. Always. Yep. I'm always thankful. Me too. <laughs> Big thanks. So this is our second episode this week. And we want to do this every week, I think. Maybe next week we'll do another one. We have a lot of interviews we're sitting on that we've done. So um, I think Back we're going up. to. We have the, we're backed up a little bit. And with the interest I put it out there, there's a lot of people interested in coming on. So I think it shouldn't be too hard to find people. <laughs> they love us. They love us. Who wouldn't, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. If they don't love us, they're not our friends. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. We will see you on the big show next week. That's what I'm going to call it, the big show. I like that. Yeah. It works. I like okay, that. Okay, cool. We're going to call it that. <laughs> I'm Justin Connors at 140 Just to See. You can find us on, I'll plug me before the podcast. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the GBB Podcast, Facebook.com slash the GBB Podcast, and I suppose Jamie should say where he is. The robots. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> All right, have a great week. Take care.